Welcome back to today's sh- to the show to, for today for uh, to today's show. But welcome back to the show in general. Today I will be I will be st- I, to now I will be starting today's show. Hey guys, it's been a fucking minute. Um, it's been almost three weeks, I think, or four weeks since the last time we talked. Um, a lot of shit's been going down. Uh, I, it's not completely me being a lazy piece of shit. Let me explain myself really quick, and then we're going to get into the rest of the show. The rest of the show today, we're going to be talking about hookup, the whole hookup phase. What does it mean? What are the pros and cons of it? I asked you guys a question. Um, what are the pros and cons of hooking up? And do you think everybody should go through a hookup phase, or should we just find love and fucking the one person we lose our fucking sperm to? Uh, the first round, are we just, or is that it? You know, we talk about that, and then we're going to talk about the whole Colin Kaepernick Air Max situation that I haven't really read up on and probably should have, but we're going to get into it. All right, before that, I need to tell you guys what the fuck happened, and I think you already know because I posted it on my Instagram, but for the people that don't fuck with Instagram, that just listen to the podcast, now the past three weeks, you've tried to turn the podcast on. And there's been nothing. And when you go to search on iTunes, Kicks and Giggles with Angelo Blando, uh, or you just search my name or whatever, nothing comes up, right? So that's unfortunate. You're a fan of me, and I'm fucking out here doing my thing. You go to search my name, nothing comes up. And I didn't make it that way, okay? I didn't. If it was up to me, my name would be on a fucking billboard in LA. I didn't make it this way. Who made it this way are... Just is just iTunes, the fucking corp, the corporation. The I don't know if they're a cor- I don't know the company. All right, iTunes pulled Kicks and Giggles from their platform, which is okay if I did bad, like bad shit. Right. Also, there's a fucking parade going on in the background. It's like a Fourth of July parade. They had to do it today, and it's not the Fourth of July. But anyway, it's the 7th of July, and they're doing the parade now, which is cool because in my town, nobody's nobody knows what the fuck's going on, all right? Back to my story, uh, I didn't choose to pull the, the show, and I didn't do anything that really got, like, let me explain, okay? I woke up one morning, and I go to search Kicks and Giggles podcast. It's something I do all the time. I look it up. And I see if there's ratings, I see if I got any new five stars, if anybody wrote something about me, if I got any new one stars that I could sit there and laugh at or maybe learn from, but probably not because I'm not, I'm not really good at learning when people are giving me a fucking one star, right? So I check, I type it in, kicks and giggles, nothing comes up. So now I'm like, fuck. And then I go to check my email, I email iTunes fucking horrible customer service, um, and then shortly I realized that I got pulled. Now I tried to upload a podcast on SoundCloud and it wouldn't let me because my RSS feed has something to fucking, I don't know, they explained that, but I didn't read it cause I was just triggered. Um, last week I did record a full podcast episode. It was basically me just bitching about this, but I recorded a full podcast episode and I didn't post it because I fucking physically couldn't. Uh, and I was just pissed off. So then I just ended up deleting the whole thing. I was going to post that one today, but I realized I don't even fucking have it because I raged out. So it's unfortunate because here I am a kid trying, well, not really a kid. I'm a young adult, 20 year old male trying to fucking make it happen. You know, making, doing shit from his room, his little makeshift studio. I taped up 80 fucking blocks of, uh, sound foam in my room. I got a TV, I figured the software out, I did all that, and I'm doing a show, I don't have millions of viewers, I'm not even fucking really making money from this, I'm just doing it to build that portfolio so that one fucking time when I'm in a meeting trying to get a co-host on a radio show or whatever the fuck, uh, they look at my track record and they see he did do a show for two years or five years or whatever the fuck it is. It's, it's all to build. This is all, it's all the fucking passion and journey and fucking really all of my energy that's pure is going into the show right now. Meaning like there's nothing I'm really getting from this. I'm just doing it because I love to do this, you know? Um, and that got taken away from me by a fucking like company that doesn't pay me or you know what I mean so it hurt right I was it was fucking I was sad I was pissed off why the fuck 
do I get taken off? So then they email me the reason why I got taken off. In the beginning, I thought that there was a group of kids that flagged the fucking, you know, kids I went to high school with or a girl that I fucking said, you know, fuck you to that she was mad and she wanted to backlash or whatever, my ex-girlfriend even. I thought it was people reporting me and reporting the show as like too vulgar and then iTunes being like, well, you got six flags, so fuck you. I thought that's what it was. What it really was, uh, what it really was, was, that doesn't fucking work. It really was a, my drawing of the fucking, you know, my, my album, my album cover, like my album, my podcast art, there was two middle fingers in it, right? And they had painted nails and they had my tattoo. It was like the point of me putting that in there was because it's like my way of saying fuck you to a lot of people is by painting my nails because I know it triggers people. And I wanted to put that on the fucking podcast art because I thought it was fun, right? Uh, iTunes didn't think it was fun and they pulled my show. Instead of just giving me a warning, hey, take this off. Nope, we're just going to take your whole show off. Fuck you. So that was dope. Um, Now I redid the art and I put like an 18 and up. There was a few other reasons. It said like I had swears in my titles. I had swears in my fucking, uh, I don't know, descriptions. My content didn't match what my album looked like or something like that because earlier I had like a very colorful all about sneakers art and then I was like talking about fucking anal and blowjobs. So I kind of understood, right? Okay, I know it looks like it's supposed to be a sneaker show. You turn it on and it's just me talking about random shit. Okay, I get it. But why should I be punished for that? It's my fucking show. If I want to fuck up the correlation of everything, then that's on me, right? Hey, it's called Kicks and Giggles. 80% 80% of the show is giggles, 25% of the show is kicks. Hey, sorry, I fucking named it, not you, right? So if you don't like the name, go fucking, go, go slide, go on a fucking slide. I don't care, you know, I go, I do anything else. Don't talk to me. So I was pissed and I got taken off, but it builds that character that I'm trying to get out there. Well, no, not unfortunately. It builds the character that I fucking am, you know? I'm not the type of guy that's going to sit here and be like, guess what the frick happened this week, guys? I'm not that. That's not who I am, right? I'm not the type of guy that's going to not talk about sex or not talk about my personal life. I I don't want to become a Jake Paul fucking robot, right? I'm not, which Jake Paul is a very popular YouTuber that's known for being very clean and like doing shit that nobody does when they're an adult, you know, playing with fucking, I mean, I'm not going to go there. Maybe some people play with Beanie Babies. I don't even think he does. I don't know what I'm saying, okay? The point is, I'm not the type of guy to get famous off of faking anything. I want to get... If if I'm going to even get famous, which I've been questioning, or if I even want to be in the industry, if this is even what I want, um, I want it to be... I am known for who the fuck I am, right? Not like... I followed some fucking cookie cutter template and I did all the right things that you should do to get to be famous because what the fuck is that then? That's not, that's not me getting successful. It's me following a formula and doing a certain path to get somewhere. And if I wanted to do that, when I went to fucking college, you know, so that's not what I'm doing. Also, my shoulder popped right by the mic. So I hope you heard that. Um, it's, it's, it's more about me getting there on my fucking terms. And if I don't get there, then I don't get there. But I will, much, I will be much happier if I'm sitting in a room in five years from now and I am not on a podcast, I'm not on a radio, I don't have any TV time. If I'm in the same exact spot I am now from five years or five years from now, I will fucking hang my towel, maybe, knowing that the world wasn't fucking, they weren't fucking down with what I had to offer. My, the sexual shit wasn't too, didn't too many people or not enough people understood that you could talk about sex openly and have fun. Not enough people understood that talking about morbid, morbid curiosities and poking at drugs and things that people don't really talk to. They didn't enjoy that. You know, I would much rather Hang the towel knowing that I fucking gave it my all and I purely enjoyed every single thing that I was talking about. If it was five years from now and I was on the fucking, some, like, 
I don't know, Disney Channel, doing like clean bits and fun fucking stupid shit. I would hate my life and I would end up dead on my own fucking, that would be me killing myself, okay? That's how, and it's not something to say that's fucked up. It's how passionate I am about, I want to stick out because I know that I'm different. I don't want to fucking just settle and become one of the fucking robots of the industry, you know? So maybe one day we'll look back at this clip and I'll enjoy the fact that I said this. Maybe one day I'll be getting interviewed on a show and I'll be like, pull this fucking podcast clip up. I explained it years ago. Maybe not, but it's only going to happen if if I could be myself. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not hanging up the towel. I don't even plan on doing it. This past two weeks actually motivated me so much more because now I was like, oh, they don't want me on their show. And now, now I need to be on their show. You know, you take me off and that just makes me like want to do shit more. When people say no, we all know that, right? We know that I'm a fucking, I can be an arrogant piece of shit sometimes, but it's all for, for good reasons, right? So moving forward, this past two weeks in my life, other than being taken off iTunes, I was, I seen fucking, I saw Midsummer or Midsummer, whatever you want to call it. Fucking amazing movie. I'm not going to talk about it because I know you guys don't like, I know. Oh my God. He's going to talk about a movie that I didn't see. Who the fuck would want to listen to that? I get it. All I'm saying is it's great and go check it out. If you like scary movies, that's all I'm saying. And it's really fucked up and there's really fucked up shit in it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. And it's really good. I give it a 9.9 out of 10. Um, I also watched Breaking Bad, which was great. I've been, you know what I've been doing? I've been, hey, I've been living my life without a fucking finish line. And for me, that's wild to do because I'm always like all that's running through my mind every single day. I set up daily goals for myself, weekly goals and monthly goals, whatever the fuck it is. I'm always thinking about like what I could be doing now. And I'm thinking about what I'm going to be doing in five years. I stress a lot. I'm a warrior, not a war. I didn't say warrior. I'm a worrier. Okay. Um, I'm always thinking, you know, what if I can't fucking provide for myself in eight years from now? What if this podcast doesn't fucking work? What if I never get back on iTunes? What if, which if it doesn't happen, iTunes rate or iHeartRadio, they got me on there now. So, I mean, iTunes, give, I take it or leave it, you know, at this point. But um, I worry a lot about my future and shit. And I'm always thinking about like, I need to make a trip. I need to do something. I need to get a job. I need to make money. I need to do this. All these things I'm telling myself I need to do, but I rarely like really just sit back and I do things that I want to do. So I'm not going to say I rarely do things I want because I do shit I want. You know, when I make money, I go to fucking spend 50 bucks on sushi and sit there alone. And that's what I wanted to do in the moment. Is it smart financially? No. So I do things that I want. I do things that I need, but I never really just put the fucking, put them both aside and just kind of chill the fuck out, you know? And the past few weeks have given me that opportunity to see my family a lot, hang out, watch TV, live like a fucking regular. I mean, I I still, in the back of my head, I still think like I'm such a piece of shit for sitting here watching TV because I should be doing productive shit. But I, I put the, I put it aside too much. Gary V can fuck your mind up. I'm telling you, I love Gary Vaynerchuk, but I he's a, he's like a motivational speaker. If you don't know who he is, everybody knows who he is though. So you're fucking weird if you don't, um, I watched his videos for so long and I got so like hyped up all the time and he really does hype you up, but there's something to be said for like, how about just fucking living your fucking life and not thinking about what you have to do today, tomorrow, the next day, just, just fucking existing and sitting there and breathing and doing whatever feels right in the exact moment, living as if you're going to die tomorrow. If I was going to die, like, and this is not for every day, but this is something that I've learned is okay to do once in a while. If I, if I was going to die tomorrow, I wouldn't give a fuck about anything. Like some people might say like, dude, I would try to build the fucking, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You're dying in eight hours. You want to fucking sleep for two hours and eat food and watch a show and just kind of have a calm way out. At least I would. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. And it helps my, my mind when I'm thinking about stuff for the podcast and, and money shit and fucking meeting this guy or setting up this trip in a few months to just take a fucking, just to forget about it all 
and just sit there or walk around outside or spend time at a fucking family thing. Like all of that is very, it's very replenishing for my mind. And I feel like my, my brain got fucking stronger within the past like three weeks. Seeing a lot of people that I haven't seen in a while. Catching up with old friends. Like doing shit that I normally think in my mind like fuck that. I don't want to do that shit. Like I got to do, I have to work right now or I have to do this or I don't even want to be with people. No, I just kind of bit my tongue and I chilled the fuck out and I just did shit that I wouldn't really normally do. Sit around and watch a show for hours on end. I haven't done that since like the challenge season 28, um, which is, isn't that long ago, but I mean, four, four years, five years, you get what I'm saying. All right, just fucking take a day out of every week and maybe this is what I'm going to do. Take a day out of every week and really just like stop giving a fuck about work. Stop giving a fuck about if you die, what are you going to do? And what happens if a guy robs you? What's your plan? Like stop thinking about like crazy scenarios that probably won't ever happen. And just kind of just fucking think about Walt and Skyler or get invested in a show or a book or outside or go grill. I've also been cooking a lot. I've been doing weird shit to occupy my time that isn't like exhausting and it feels good. That's all I'm saying. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but just be a little bit more spiritual and and get in, t- in, co- in touch with your fucking family or and start cooking and start watching movies. I don't know. Okay. I know it's not like the hustle thing. I have hustle on my arm and then like, what have I been doing the past three weeks? But if, if what I have been doing is building my fucking brains, brain cells. All right. Anyways, it felt good to say that, I guess. I, don't, I, I didn't plan on saying any of that, but I just, it's just true, man. Like fucking, it, it also, okay, this is the last thing. I know I, I always do that. I end the bit and then I redo it. Um, it also helps like, breathe and take a fucking and just calm calm yourself down and then I almost said calm out it helps calm yourself down and then really like reevaluate like what I want to do with this show and do I want to do the show and all of those negative thoughts that are happening like prior like the the weeks before I've done like during episode 20 or episode 30 when I'm thinking like fuck I don't want to do this today but like I don't know, like I don't really have viewers, I don't really have this or that. When you're going through your dwelling phase, when you take a little bit of a fucking breather, and I did it not even by choice because iTunes shut me down, but this gave me a breather, and I just believed that like the universe was fucking, it's not, it's not time to do the show right now. Give yourself a few weeks off, and it really fucking felt good. So whenever you're getting worked up, Uh, and you're like, or if you're working for yourself and you haven't gotten the money yet, you haven't gotten the paycheck yet, you haven't gotten the promotion, you haven't gotten whatever the fuck it is, instead of like reacting to the job or reacting to the problem by quitting or leaving or lashing out, take some time for yourself and just fucking forget about it for a day and breathe and do all that. And like, just do shit that isn't going to harm you because you're not like reacting on emotion but you're not going to hurt anyone. You're not going to fucking yell. You're not going to hurt yourself by ruining your job. Just go for a fucking three-hour walk or cook some shit that you don't even like to eat just to like get your brain going on something else. I, I promise you it's worth it. Um, and that's the fucking spiritual... I, I don't even know if that's spiritual. That's the deep psychological advice from a 20-year-old guy with a fucking, with a fucking vape. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, so now the next part of the show is, okay, you guys know that I like to talk about hookups. You know that I'm, you know, all right, I, we get it and you fucking slept around. I'm not, this is not a thing for me to brag. This is not a thing for me. I gave you guys the opportunity to tell me what you think about hooking up and why, or why it's good and why it's bad. I haven't really gone through a lot of hookups recently. Um, I just got back together with, not not my girlfriend, I just got back together with an old friend um, that I saw last, I was seeing her last year, like at the same time, right when I was having my surgery, like in the beginning stages of the podcast, um, she was in college, so I didn't see her, now she's back, we've been hanging out a lot, and it reminded me, like, 
it's different this time when we're hanging out now. It's not so like hook up, let's fuck, what are we going to do? It's like we go see a movie, we hang out, we eat, I cook for her. We're like hanging out. There's no label. There's no fucking we're dating. We're not. We're doing this. It's just like I'm seeing her because I like her as a person and I'm not in it for a fucking blowjob. I'm not, and, and which I, I haven't been for like, that's not my intentions almost every single time when I hang out with someone, but just doing that, like hanging out with the same person over the past year, when we started out as like a Tinder hookup thing, and now we're like just genuinely like good friends, and it's just like a great fucking connection. Seeing that over a year and like looking out, looking at that from like a different fucking, I don't know, view makes me think like I matured a lot this year. And it's not just about fucking hooking up and all the bad things people say about hooking up. Like now I have this person in my life that is fucking great and we met from a hookup. So what does that say? You know, it's not all fucking bad. It's basically what I'm trying to say. Um, And from me personally, from all the experiences I had, I learned a lot. And rather than just like, if we're not going to hook up, then fucking whatever, see ya. Rather than being a piece of shit, it's like you're still rekindling and having a great time and I enjoy talking to her she knows a lot about me and I know a lot about her and it's just like a good it's a good thing going here right there's no expectations there's no fucking label there's no outcome that we're expecting there's nothing on paper that we need to fucking discuss there's no what are we there's none of that it's just just people being fucking people right and I think people fuck that up a lot because even when it's a friend are we best friends why don't we hang out when people have expectations for you it really just fucking kills my vibe okay and I think it kills a lot of other people's when it's a guy friend or a girlfriend or a relationship or a family thing the second people start saying like okay why aren't we doing this or what are we or what the fuck it like we have to do this in order to be this Anytime people start doing that, you turn a great encounter and friendship and relationship into a fucking chore. And that's why they don't work out, you know? I did it a lot of times, you know, with a girlfriend, I'm sure, or a fucking girl I was talking to, or even a friend. Like, you get mad because you're not hanging out, so then you, like, lash out at them. And it's because your expectation of a friend or your idea of a friend is that like they must see you every single week in order to keep the relationship or your idea of a girlfriend is they must text you every day and then you're getting mad at them because they're not doing your job correctly, but your job is fucked up. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like it's not, it's like the trains, I don't know why I'm getting so like, deep and like really getting into this, but let's fucking go with it. Um, it's not because I think it's like that like it trains people to like, I'm never wrong and other people are wrong. So it's your fault that we didn't work out. And it was your fault that you couldn't do these things to keep me happy. No, it's your fault for looking for answers two months into a fucking relationship that you just met the person. You know what I mean? Or your fault for blowing off your friend and like, hating him because he didn't see you one day because he had a fucking family party. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm giving you like very small, like kind of relatable examples because I'm trying to be relatable, but um, it it stretches out, okay? And fuck that. So back to hooking up. Um, I, I just thought like, what's the pros and what's the cons? I wanted to see what you guys thought. And the reason why is because I've seen great things with that story that I just told. I've seen great things come from just a little hookup. And I've seen shitty things. You know, you get fucking ghosted. They block you. Hey, I don't want to fucking... You're fucking ugly. You know, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Okay, I get it. Um, But I asked you guys because I just fucking I felt fucking felt like it. I don't know. Do I really have to explain why I asked? No. Um... All right, so first answer, you know what, let me read, a lot of people don't know what hooking up is. To me, hooking up is anything from making out to sex and everything in between, all the little weird shit, that's like hooking up, it's like doing something sexual with someone. Some people think that hooking up strictly means fucking them. Uh, I got a lot of people that were like, what do you mean hooking up? Are you talking about sex? No, I'm talking about like doing something, being intimate with someone else. With your guy, with a guy, 
or a girl or a, like a guy and a guy, a girl and a guy, a trans and a guy, a trans and a any anything, whatever it is, I'm including you, okay? I'm not going against anyone. I'm just saying it's when two people fucking hook up, right? You do shut. You do you go from this, you go from this separate. I'm holding my fingers up in front of the camera to this. Even if it's just one night, even if it's just a quick like that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, you go. You get it, right? Like you go you like just a kiss or a make out session. I consider that a hookup, not a kiss, but like you made out. The second you get wet in your mouth, that's you're you've just hooked up. All right. What Google describes describes it as is over over half described the hookup as involving sex. Nine percent nine percent described it as not including sex, and about one third said it could be ambiguous as to whether or not hooking up had to involve sex. In other words, hooking up could mean anything from kissing to intercourse. Whatever the fuck they started saying, they shouldn't have said. It should just be hooking up could mean anything from kissing to intercourse. I didn't ask for a nine, one third, and one half percent breakdown. I asked what the fuck it meant. Sorry. Um, it's okay. Google declares, which is probably a bad way to go in the rest of your life. But in this scenario, it works. Google declares that hooking up could mean anything from kissing to intercourse. So I asked you guys. What do you think? What are the pros? What are the cons? Should people go through a hookup phase? Which is another reason that I'll explain in a little bit. First answer. This is a, well, we're not going to say the names because we don't do that on this show. Well, I think hookup, well, I think a hookup phase is okay, so to speak, but it's not an excessive point. Like I, I think a hookup here and there is just a part of life or the hookup culture of someone new every week or even every day could be dangerous. This is what this girl is saying. Uh, me personally, I could think of a hookup as either that, a one night stand or as more of a friends with benefits because then it's with one person and you know them so it's consensual or and it's consensual. I mean, I think obviously if you're going to hook up, make sure it's consensual either way. Both be over 18. Even if you're like 30 and you're and she's 20, it's not okay. So like, yes, you have to be both over 18, but like there's also, there's still weird shit that could happen. I'm okay, but you're, th I know what you're thinking. And you talk about hooking up with MILFs all the time or older women to not give them a rude, an absolutely rude label, older women all the, the time. So how are you going to say that? I think that I'm a mature 20 year old guy. Okay. And if I walk into a 45 year old house and we end up getting intimate. I wasn't expecting that. How's that? <laughs> no, okay. It's okay to do it. I, th it, Dude, it's actually fucked. Here's like where you realize that you're a fucking hypocrite. I do think it's weird when people are 20 and 30 and hook up. But I think it's weird if they're dating. I guess if I'm 20 and she's fucking 50 and we hook up, then why can't... It's just weirder for me when a girl that's 20 hooks up with a guy that's 40. I don't know why I, maybe it's because I don't know, maybe it's because a lot of old, there's like always, I don't fucking know. Old men are creepy and old women are just hot. Maybe that's because I'm just warped by my own fucking fetish here. I don't know. Okay. Do whatever the fuck you want. If you're 18 and older, I guess go for it. If you like saggy balls on your forehead and you're 20 and that's what you're into, go for it. You know, it's at that point, it's not illegal. So I'm not going to give any fucking tips. All right. I've, I've done it. Not with a 60-year-old man, but I've done it with an older woman, and it was great. So I can't, I can't bash anyone. Anyways, she goes on to say, with different people all the time, there's a huge risk of contracting diseases and obviously a huge possibility of lacking consent. Oh, there's a possibility of lacking consent, but I can only speak for myself when I say it's unhealthy if it's all the time. Um, that's the point of this. You know, I'm asking you for opinions. There's no right or wrong. It's to, it's to build conversation and spark fucking debates. And get your fingers snapping. Um, I I don't know about the lacking of consent thing. I've hooked up with probably a hundred. Well, what am I going to say that? Yeah, well, I have not sex, but I've hooked up with definitely a hundred people, right? And none of them were like, I 
just grabbed someone and was like, let's fucking make out. It, it was, they're all consensual. That's what hooking up is. Like, I don't think that just because you're raising the number of people that you're hooking up with means that you're raising the chance of there being like a non-consensual hookup, right? If a girl's into you and you're into her and you guys give each other the fucking look and then she's like, hey, what fucking, I go to this college. Where do you go? And you're like, I don't go to college. I'm a fucking podcast host and she's like that's fucking kind of weird and you're like anyways want to make out and she's like sure it's consensual right you were talking you were vibing you got to learn about each other and then she was into you you were into her it was very clear um so i think that worrying about consent and all of that is in a different category i think there's people that have hooked up with 10 times the people i had that i have and never once did anything unconsensual or forced anyone i think that Actually, it's the reverse. I would say that building experience with knowing that people are attracted to you and knowing that you're like can go up to someone and hit on them or make a move and it works or sliding in someone's fucking DMs and they answer you that builds your confidence, which makes you like if anybody had any fucked up mindset that they had to force someone to do something, it would be out of like insecurity and like so fucking alone and all that. So I feel like if you're hooking up a lot, it's like, I don't know, you would never fucking do anything that was non-consensual, especially if you hooked up with a lot of people. I don't know. That's just me. Okay. That's just my thoughts. I think that if I was like, if I went like 50 years and every girl turned me down, I would build some like fucking craze to like finally do something. And then you would just kind of rage out because you're like 70 years old and never got a fucking kiss. And then it's like at this point, what the, you know what I mean? I guess I don't fucking know. For me, as I go through experiences with women, it's like, I just build more and more like what, what's my response going to be to this? How do I handle this situation? I've dated girls that were on drugs and bad on drugs and I'm being a generous guy. I wanted to like, or not dated, but talk to and like had a thing with women that were on drugs and I wanted to help them so much and I wanted to do everything and I got so invested and then it was like, you don't like, you don't know who this person is. You don't know if they're high. You don't know if they're using when you're talking to them. You don't know what they're saying, if it is a lie or not. There's so much that you can't like get a grip on. Um, and I've dated people that had a past of doing drugs and didn't anymore, but then still saw like qualities of them that you could easily connect to someone that was doing drugs, uh, like just being like very addictive personality, like doing things that are out of there. You know what I mean? So I learn a lot. Um, and as I learn from these experiences, I realize what I want and I stop giving a fuck about like this girl has three out of the 10 things I'm looking for. I'll just settle and go for her. No, that's not what the fucking, the point is. If I'm really trying to find love, I'm going to find the one person that has all 10 things. And then that's why we get married because she's the, like, it's so hard to find her. You could take anybody. If you're, if you're a girl or a guy right now listening to this, let's think about the type of person you like physically, right? Brown hair, blue eyes. Think of one thing. Okay. Blue eyes. Now, you could just find someone with blue eyes, but they're going to still piss you the fuck off and do things like, or they could, and do things that you don't like, or maybe they have an ugly fucking chest hair. Like, there's so many other things to it, is my point. There's a shitty analogy. But there's so many other things to it that you don't realize until you experience with the people. So, for me, when I was like seventh grade, I probably thought, you know, I want someone that's kind is down to, you know, get fucking sexual because I'm horny as shit right now and I'm only like 14. Uh, and I want someone that really cares about me and values me. That's all I really knew, right? And those are kind of basically what you look for when you're older. But when you look for when you're older, when you're like 20 years old, like I am now, now it's like I want those things, but there's ways that I can like get to them rather than her just smiling and I think she's kind and then her looking at me and I think that means she's beautiful. Like now it's like, does she do things that a kind person would do? Does she react to me in a way that shows that she values my opinion? There's like so many subcategories that just fucking expand from it that as you grow older and as you meet new people, you pick all of these things that you're looking for, right? This is the Dr. Phil-ist episode that I've ever done and I don't know why. I didn't smoke. I'm not on CBD, surprisingly. 
I, I don't know why, but I don't know. Um, it's good to be back. It feels good to be back. Um, yeah, you get what I'm saying, right? You fucking grow, and I think all of this hookup shit, whether it's sexual or not, meeting new people, you learn. And I think it, it's great. I'm of all for having a f- hookup phase or d- online dating phase, whatever you want to do. The next submission for an answer says, I don't think people need to experience a hookup phase, but I think people should at least feel confident enough in themselves that they could freely be whomever they want, whenever they want, for whatever they want. This girl read a fucking book today. (laughs) Uh, That's all I have to say to that one. Uh, All right. This guy says, oh God. I don't want to laugh. All right, I'm not going to laugh my own jokes. What, who would do that? Only a fucking nerd. Um, pros are the satisfaction of just leaving with no emotional connection. This is for you, though, right? This is for whoever said that. Um, that's just for him, right? For him, he can get up and leave with no emotional connection, which is great. And I'm sure a lot of people can do that. Um, I, for one... I'm like on the border, you know, sometimes it's all about the conversation you have before she comes over or before you go to her house or you guys meet at Starbucks, whatever the fuck you're doing. Uh, It's all about the conversation before. I like to be the guy that's like very openly like sexual and fucking into weird shit, you know, because then you know that if you swipe right, you saw in my bio, it literally says like, I'm looking to have sex or like not now, but I will, I'm the type of guy to write that shit. I've written shit about like sexual fetishes that I had. If you're not cool with me liking to eat ass, we probably won't get along. It's like, I like to put it on the table because then they know if you swipe right, you know the type of guy you're getting. I'm not trying to be fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm trying to be fucking uh, someone else. I'm, I, man, I got to work on my analogies, huh? I'm not trying to be a clean cut guy. I'm trying to be like who the fuck I am. Do I really want a relationship with a girl that's like desperate for a guy that really needs love right now? Do I want to get into all that? Do I want to hook up with a girl that is like emotionally fucking broken and then I'm going to fucking hurt her more? No. I want someone that's equally as confident and ready as I am. If I'm in the hookup phase and I'm doing all of that, I'm just going to tell them right off the bat, hey, I don't know if you're looking for a relationship or not, but I sure as fuck am not. So if you are, that's great, but we'll, we'll separate because I don't want you getting emotionally into me because my fucking emotion button's turned off right now and I'm not turning it back on. Uh, and then if they're like, you're a fucking dick, fuck you. Then you sit there and you, t- you take the L or if they're like, totally cool, let's fucking do it. Then you hook up and it's great and it's fun. Um, most of the time, even when that happens, one person gets emotions. I've even done it. I've been like, fuck yeah, we could hook up. I don't care. And then she leaves and I'm like, wait, but like, what about what we had? You know? So I get it. It's hard, but it's a lot better to just do it and, and at least know what your intentions are. And then if you would get, get feelings for, if she gets them for you, at least it's something natural, right? At least it's not like... I'm looking for a relationship. So am I. We should date. Do you like Cheetos? Yes. How about you? I love the same flavor. We should get fucking married. It's not robotic and it's not fucking weird, right? I think the hookup part of Tinder and Hinge and all that is great. I think the looking for a relationship based on like this guy having a picture of his dog, that's dumb. People fuck it up, you know? The point of these apps are to hook up and then the natural part comes after that, you know? And I don't mean hook up by fucking, just hook up meeting, like hooking up, getting together, going to a fucking Starbucks and seeing each other and then having that little makeout session at your car. That can spark something natural. It's not gonna happen if you're just like, oh, this guy likes Nutella and fucking... Shrek 3, let's fucking date. You know what I mean? It's it's a, There's a lot more than that. But you don't know until you fucking meet. Um, next answer. I love how it's like answer, 10-minute story about something completely different, and then answer, and then another 10-minute story. That's this. That's the show. Um, her. That's what her pro, this guy's prose was, leaving without having an emotional connection. His cons are... Diseases from some females have, 
and lie about it. Or honestly, if this guy's a fucking, listen to this. If she's a 10 and fucks like a two, then there's another con. If she's a 10, but fucks like a two, get out. Like, dude, you're a fucking stroke job. Um, (laughs) He says the biggest one I'd have to say is the STDs you could get. Okay, here's a fucking reality check, pal. A guy can get an STD just as easy as a fee. It's not like females are infested with this fucking. No, men have it. Women have it. And just because she's a female and you're hooking up with her, she could have gotten the STD from a male. So stop going. It's not against. It's not like fuck all females. If they have STDs, you could be the one that gave it to her fuck face. So, you know, chill. Uh, Also, I guarantee that you don't fuck like a 10 if this is how you talk. So you should start reading about how to fuck like a 10 instead of a 2. And then maybe she will want to put in the effort to fuck you like a 10. You understand what I'm saying? I think you're the problem here, pal. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, All right. Pros. This is the next answer. Figure out different styles you may like because everyone is different. Cons. uh, For chicks, at least, some guys aren't really caring for... Oh, some guys aren't really caring if you're liking something and being selfish because there's no sense of obligation or relationship there. Hookup phases are healthy as long as people are being safe about it and not hooking up with sketchy people or not using condoms and possibly getting STDs. Yeah, I mean, definitely put a condom on, right? My rule is if we're dating and I know that you've taken blood tests and I know that I'm willing to take a, or not blood tests, like STD tests, which is through blood. So I didn't have to correct myself. Um... And if I'm willing to have a fucking baby with you and you're willing to do the same, we don't need a condom, right? If we're so into each other that neither one of us cares if a baby comes out of you and it's my fucking fault, let's do it, right? But in any other case, we're putting a fucking condom on and that's final. Uh, I'm not looking to have a child anytime soon and I don't think anyone else is and I'm not for... We already discussed this. I'm not for just because I don't want it and we did it means that the baby gets to be dead. Not for that. So it's just wear a fucking condom. And if you can't feel things, like if your dick is so fucking nerve killed that you've jerked off so many times that you can only feel pleasure from not using a condom, here's a tip for you. Stop beating off and give it a week and then have sex with a condom. It will feel a lot better when you just sit there and jerk off every fucking day. <laughs> uh, it will fuck your dick up. It, it strips the nerves and it, it actually numbs the nerves in your dick and it re it, uh, fucks up your sensational feelings and your, how sensitive you are to certain things. I mean, if you sit there and jerk off every day, obviously you're going to get used to the feeling. So then you have to start getting different strategies. Then you move on to lube or whatever the fuck. And all you're doing is, making your dick more used to different feelings. So then you put a condom on you're obviously you're not going to like it because you need the feeling of a vagina because that's the only thing that's different. Do you get it? Uh, I'm sure you do because I explained it. Uh, yeah, stop beating off in your fucking room. You got a girlfriend, wear a condom. You don't have to have a kid and you can have good sex. It's, a, it's both. You have both. When I'm hooking up with people and I'm seeing someone, I'm not beating off. That's like my thing. Um, and if I do, it's like once on a fucking Tuesday morning, it's a quick thing. I get it over with, but when I'm alone, then sure, because I don't give a fuck about the nerves. Like if I'm not talking to someone, but you have someone that's willing to compromise and do shit for you. So then why are you beating? Like, don't beat off then. If you guys are hanging out and it gets fucking sexual, let it happen naturally. Right. Um, yeah. Figure out different styles you may like, cause everyone is different. When she says that. This one I disagree with. Uh, There's another person that says this, but they're talking about like getting kinky, right? You want to try a fucking foot thing. You want to try to come in the girl's ear. You want to do whatever the fuck you want to do. I think the worst time to do that is with a hookup. Um, It's okay to talk about those things, right? If you're on Twitter fucking DMs or whatever, and you're like, hey, I love feet. Can we fucking do some weird shit? And she's like, ew, fuck you. You're fucking weird. Then it's like, hey, she wasn't into it. But if you're just hooking up and you didn't say anything, and then you try to like stick your dick between her fucking armpit, she's going to like bitch slap you and be like, what the fuck are you doing? I think it's horrible idea because then you think that, 
then it scares you. Like if I try to do a fetish thing, I'm going to get shut down and then it kills your fetish. Who wants to fucking, we're not trying to kill. Oh my God, the lighting in this fucking thing. Okay. Now I look like a ghost. We're not trying to kill fetishes here, right? We're trying to build them. And I think the only way to build them is to do it with someone that you trust, right? If you're comfortable having sex with someone after a few times, even though I'm a very kinky person, the first few times, yeah, I don't have to do kinky shit. Let's just have a few like vanilla hookups and let me slowly introduce to you what I'm into because then we'll both be into it and then it's fucking great rather than like randomly telling a girl that you want to fucking put handcuffs on her and then she thinks you're a cop, right? And then you're like, no, that's not what I'm trying to do. And then she's like, fuck you. I don't know. Next answer. Uh, if you settle for some person, you'll fall for... Okay. If you just settle for the first person you fall for, you'll you'll never know how you are as a person in a relationship, what your likes and dislikes truly are in a partner, or really understand who you are as an individual. This girl, fucking, she's great. I love her. She's always got, well, sometimes she has fucked up answers actually, but this is good. This one, she hits it on the fucking head. Um, yeah, it's a lot about learning what you want, who the fuck you are, and how you are in a relationship. If I would have dated the first girl that I ever f shout out to fucking Lauren again, um, if I would have stuck with her and never fucking cheated or never fucked up or never did anything, never took a break, if it was just me and Lauren from age 14 to now, I would be a, a confirmed broken human being and I wouldn't fucking know what to do without her. And that's not the way that's not the way love is. Love shouldn't be like, let's blind ourselves to everyone else and then make it so we're only attached to each other. No. Love should be like, I've had everything I wanted and fucking tried and I've had great experiences and bad experiences and I'm ready for this exact type of thing. And if you match it, then let's see how it goes and that's probably how we'll find it. Um, yeah, I mean... The people that like have only dated one person since they were in high school and they're like flaunt that it's like, you're fucked. You're fucked. I, I, well, I don't want to be like negative. Well, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm betting that you're going to be fucked. I'm betting that you guys break up and maybe there's a guy out there that's going to DM me and be like, me and my wife have been together since I was 14. Fuck you piece of shit. Well, I, then, then I lost the bet on you, buddy. I don't think it's always necessary you hear the parade? I don't think it's always necessary to go overboard with hooking up, but just test the waters, you know? The next part she says, eh, she says, no plane ever flew without training. And I thought about this when I read it, and I thought, like, how, how do you train a pilot to fly without... F I feel like that's the one thing that you, like... Planes probably do fly without training, right? She could have said no kid ever walked without falling down. That which wouldn't have made. She could have used any other thing. No plane ever flew without training. I mean, I mean, they probably have. They probably have. So, that part you were fucking wrong on. Three more answers. All right. I think the pros and cons of hooking up is getting that awkward sexual tension shit out of the way so that things can be a little bit more relaxed. But the cons is, I mean, either one of us could get emotionally attached and the other one doesn't. Big con, you know. You're hooking up. You guys talked about it already. You only want to have sex. But then you realize, wow, she's fucking great. Or she realizes, wow, this guy's a fucking great guy. Um, and you fucking like them. And then they don't like you because they're like, we talked about this. I only want to have sex. And you can't help it because your heart wants it. And your mind is telling you, why the fuck am I doing this? That's a con for sure. The next guy. This guy just says something that completely doesn't even... He says, the only reason guys want virgins, I want you to picture this really quick. Picture all of us in a room talking about this. And there's one fucking kid that didn't say anything the whole time. And he just says this. The only reason guys want virgins is because they know that they haven't seen a bigger dick than theirs. And then everyone just looks at him and goes, what the fuck did you just say? And he goes, I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Pros. In, instant sex, try to get out fetishy, fetishy, okay, fetishy shit, um, no strings attached to the relationship, uh, instant sex, you know, I don't know where you're buying that, 
don't know where you're buying that, pal. But yeah, instant sexual activity, sure. Hooking up. Maybe he thinks that hooking up is only sex, and which in case would be instant sex. Get to try fetish of shit. In your mind, yeah. In my mind, probably not. I do, th- I do throw the idea out there. So I know it's confusing what I'm saying, but it's like you really don't like. I'll. I have a lot of shit that I'm into. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. So it's like I'll try two things on the first hookup, but I'm not trying the whole fucking. I'm not bringing the whole catalog out until I know that we're like really comfortable with each other. That's just me. Cons, still lonely, no real connection made, might be objectified slash seen as a sex object, might feel used or get ghosted after, which could hurt your self-esteem. Completely, right? Getting ghosted sucks, and I fucking totally, it sucks so bad, I hate it. And I hate it because I'm honest with people, and I don't get ghosted often, but when it happens, it sucks. And most people don't get ghosted often, but like... It's just shitty because you think you got something with someone and then out of fucking no, out of left field, you get a fucking baseball to the eye and you wake up and you're in a different field and you're like, what the fuck happened to the first field and my friend? And that sucks, right? Um, the cons that he says, one of them was seen as a sex object. And when I'm in the hookup phase, I'm cool with that, you know, like I hate when people fucking say that, actually. I hate it. Because you're, we're here to fuck, okay? You're using me because you like the shape of my dick, or you like the fucking style of my body, or you think that I'm kinky and that makes you fucking, you know what I mean? So if that's what it, then we are objects. I think you're fucking hot. You got a great body. Sure, let's fuck. If we're only hooking up, it kind of, that's kind of the point of it is to just like, objectify this whole fucking thing and make sure that we don't get emotionally involved. If you're on that level with the same person, hey, you got a big dick, let's fuck. Okay, you got pretty great fucking, got a pretty great ass. All right, cool. It's it's meant to be like that, I feel like, sometimes in hookups. So I don't see what you're saying there. Um, but I think that part of that is like, you agreed to it, but then you got involved, and then now you feel like a sex object, but you agreed to it. Or maybe a lot of people just aren't having the talk in the beginning, which is basically what my whole point of the show is, or this episode. My whole point of the show is to just get that across. Last one, personal experience. I've been dating blank for 1.5 years now, and I dated other blank on and off for 3.5 years. Without sampling the flavors, I wouldn't know what I like, you know. I remember the first time sleeping with blank. I thought it would be the greatest thing in the world. But then I put another 10 or so under my belt, a little bit of a flex there, and realized my scope of what I thought was good changed completely. Uh, Also, more experience usually yields a more mature person. And if you plan on getting married, it's better to have all of that out of your system before trying to tie the knot. Usually cheating doesn't go, go over well. I think that's a great one to end on because uh, people do shitty stuff, you know, people cheat and it's because all their life they've been looking at someone that they couldn't touch and now they're finally comfortable enough, they got the girl their dreams, they're living at home, they got kids or whatever and then one day out of nowhere you just get that temptation again and now you're like, you're an adult, you have a car you have your husband thinks that your wife thinks either one thinks that you're going to be home soon. And that person's just fucking sitting across the bar and you're like, you know what? I could go for some fucking anal right now and you fucking do it. So I don't know. Something like that. You know, it, it comes back to haunt you. So get it all out in the beginning. I like that he said that. Um, and we all could agree here that the point of the show or the point of the episode when I say that it's probably better to just hook up in the beginning, that's kind of what it is. It's better to hook up in the beginning and get it out of your system. And uh, sorry if you like heard the fucking, did you hear this right there? Really sorry about that. Go hook up with people if you haven't already. If you're sitting there listening to this right now and you're 18, 25 something years old and you've only had sex with a few people and I'm not saying that as like, ooh, you're such a pussy. Um, I'm saying it as if you've had sex with one or two people I in, and you're single, I encourage you to try to find someone that's willing to hook up with you 
and make it happen because it will fucking broaden your fucking life. I don't even know if broaden is, is that even a fucking word? Where's my vape? I don't need it right now because I'm doing my show. Okay. Go hook up with people, man. It helps a lot. It helps with relationships. It helps with happiness. It helps with your self-esteem. It helps with confidence. I'm all for it. All right. Let's talk about shoes now because that's part of the show. Um, all right. Adidas, you know, we're going to read those after. I want to show a quick, quick two shoes that are recent releases. They came out within the past month or so. Um, I was able to get a size eight in the, these are both part of the Nike Jordan SB collabs. So they made shoes that look like SBs, uh, but they're really Jordan models. This is a Jordan one that has the Nike SB on the tongue and the Nike SB insole. It's got the pink insole. Usually they do colored ones. Um, and I mean, it's basically everything else is a fucking Jordan one. They just say Nike SB on it, but the colorways are like, a little bit more funky. So this is a gray and black colorway. This is called the New York to Paris, I believe. Um, and once this comes off, you could use like acetone or whatever the fuck to, to get this top layer off. But if you just wait it out after like three years of wearing these, you'll start to see this like very bright magenta. It's like a fucking bright pink color come through and like an orangey thing. You get this fucking whole new shoe underneath the top layer. And that's really cool. I talked about these before, so I know that you're not new to them. Just wanted to show you guys these. Size 8 I grabbed for, I think, 280 like a month ago on StockX. I bought them. And, or maybe a little bit more than that. Um, and now they're like 350 They're going up, right? So that's there was a dub. I got a dub on those. These were a fat fucking L. But okay, other thing about these Nike SBs, the reason why I fucking have them here, highly recommend these for anybody that's like a size 10 to 13. They're a black, white, and gray Jordan 1. They're extremely, they're, you can wear them with fucking anything, especially during the summer. They're a light colorway, and those bigger sizes are 200 bucks or under. Um, the market's not moving on those right now, and I think that this is a steal deal to get a collaboration shoe that's got a story to it, that's a whole nother shoe after you wear it for a little while. And for only 200 bucks, you can't, you fucking can't beat it, all right? I think this is a great pair to buy for people that are just looking to rock something regular. New York to Paris Retro Ones. Next pair is a low top as I have the train going by in the background, sorry about that. Low, this is a Jordan 1 low. A lot of people fuck this up, okay? A lot of people fuck it up. The point of this collab is that we're going to make Jordan 1s look like look like Nike SBs. So everyone's calling this an SB dunk low or whatever. It's fucking not. This is a Jordan 1. It just is styled like a Nike SB. It's got the Nike SB on the tongue. Obviously, again, it has it on the insole. This is an Eric Costin low top fucking collab I guess he worked on I don't know the colorway probably not they probably just used his name because Nike fucking owns him um, but there was a little thing that sparked a lot of people's fucking interest this jump man on the tongue it's on both tongue or it's on the why do I say the tongue it's on the toe box and it's like kind of oddly placed on the left shoe it's on the upper left side and I believe on the right shoe it's on the upper right sh side it fucking throws off the the air hole pattern of the whole toe box, but I fucking love it. I think it's dope. A lot of people hated this. I would say eight out of 10 people that I asked hated this. And I asked a lot of fucking people. 80% didn't like it. I know online people were ripping it on sneaker pages. I'm a big fan of it. I think it's different. I think you don't see it often. It's nice to see the Jumpman logo on a Jordan like this. Um, especially Jordan ones. I wish they would have done something like that, but they didn't because it wasn't Eric Costin's collab. But on the Jordan 1s, you never see the Jumpman logo. We used to on the tongue or on the heel. Very few pairs had it. But now they just completely, you'd fucking forget about it. And you get the this Air Jordan logo and you get the Nike and the tongue. But I, I, miss the jump, I miss having more Jumpman on shoes. So I like that. I like the Jumpman logo way better than the Air Jordan logo completely. And I would take the Jumpman over it any day. Um... Now, there's a few releases we're going to just run past. This Jordan... Oh, I, I, told, I told you guys I would talk about Colin Kaepernick. Uh, okay, look. So, 
I was sitting lately. Here's the thing I've been doing, which I recommend everyone does. If you're buying shoes or selling shoes, I fucking buy. I'm just starting to gamble my fucking money away basically, but I've been buying shoes that I know that are limited or whatever, just buying them before they even release on StockX. It's a gamble because you don't know if the seller is going to actually sell it to you or not, but because all right, if I buy a shoe on StockX a week before the release, right, and the market's only at 300, now the shoes come out and the market goes to 500, uh, the buyer or the seller is going to be like, fuck this guy, and he's just going to take his 10% fee and then go sell them and make 500 bucks, right? But uh, sometimes you could fucking get away with it. The trophy room fives that I showed, uh, like two or three episodes ago, I paid 400 bucks for those and I just sold them on StockX, uh, within a month. It actually took about a month. Exactly. I sold them on StockX for 900 bucks. So I made out pretty fucking well. And it was because the seller honored the deal and the market didn't really get high until a few weeks later. So Shoes that I just feel like I know are going to be good in the market, I'm buying before I could even get them. I have a pre-order guy, but I'm just trying to test the market's price, not my fucking backdoor shit. So yeah, this shoe, the reason why I'm saying that is I looked at this fucking shoe. I heard about these releasing and I wanted to get them and I was just thinking like, should I buy these or like what the fuck is going to happen? And I was just thinking about it and... uh I was just looking at him thinking like it's an Air Max. People fucking love to wear shit on 4th of July. I'm not a big 4th of July guy, but I know that people are hyped about what shoes to wear for 4th of July. I see it every year on sneaker pages. So I'm looking at him and I'm thinking I should fucking buy these. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like they're probably just going to be a major release. Nobody's going to give a fuck. Turns out the shoe goes fucking $3,000 and it's like canceled and the few people that got them, got them and that's it. So fuck my life, right? Uh, yeah. So here's the story of what happened. These Independence Day Air Max 1s that were supposed to be released on July 1st, they were, they rumored, or pictures came around and they had this 13-star flag on the back, right? Which, when I looked at it, I'm going to be fucking honest with you, I just thought, oh, that's an American flag. I didn't even realize the number of stars, and I'm too fucking dumb to think, oh, that looks fucking weird. Because I was just like, oh, they got a flag on them. These are going to be dope. But Colin Kaepernick saw that differently, and he's a lot fucking smarter than I am. So Colin Kaepernick figures out, okay, the design point of this controversy, whatever, the 13-star flag is an embroidered embroidered in a prominent position. The flag was originally created back in the 1770s to represent the 13 original American colonies. This is not all what Colin Kaepernick is thinking. This is just what I'm saying, okay? Um, Kaepernick reportedly felt that the design was inherently linked to a period of slavery. Nike had issued a short statement on the matter simply saying that they'd chosen to halt distribution based on concerns that... The sneaker could unintentionally offend the detect the, and detract from the nation's patriotic holiday. So Colin Kaepernick saw that and just knew, like, this is some fucked shit. We shouldn't put this on a shoe. But Nike makes or takes the, or like puts a halt to the whole thing. So now people have a shoe that's extremely valuable and it's fucked up. I don't know if that was the right thing to do. Uh, I mean, I guess what else are you going to do? I guess it's better that people don't wear them if they're offensive. I would have looked at the shoe and not even known that. So it's, a, it's my fault for not having a fucking knowledge on some of this shit. But uh, would I, 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 like, I don't know, man. A lot of the times when it's shit like this, I don't think that if I wear something, it means that I'm doing something like, like the whole paint and nails thing. I don't think I'm doing it because I want to make sure people think I'm goth. I'm doing it for the reason that I'm doing it. Someone might just want to wear shoes that are black, like red, white, and blue for the fucking holiday, and they wore them. Does that mean they should be fucking killed for, for like, which nobody's saying that, but does that mean that they should be punished for wearing a shoe that could be offensive to people? No. I don't know. I, you know what? Yeah. I guess it's probably because then if you don't have the shoe at all, nobody's going to go through that. So I guess I agree. Colin Kaepernick fucking did a good job and put this to a halt. But also, like, do the re whoever's at Nike, do the research then before you make the fucking shoe. And then just don't don't make shoes with offensive shit on them, you know? 
kind of like Gucci and uh, whatever that blackface shoes that they were like. How the fuck could you even make that and expect it to not offend people? That's just bizarre. I almost think that sometimes companies do shit like that because they're like, people are going to get press out of it. They're going to tweet about us. People are going to go to our website. We'll get some traffic. Like, it's just like a desperation's fucking save. Or it's like just a we're fucked call. And like, let's just, we don't even care if we offend people. Let's just get some press. But I hope Nike's not doing that because uh, I hope not. There's also this pair behind me. This is called, I, I don't think they have a name yet. Um, UNC to Chicago is what they're calling it. I can't believe that that's going to be the name. But the back half is, it's patent leather throughout the whole shoe. The back half is UNC blue, and it just looks like, it looks like a fucking, what are those hyper royal blue ones? It looks like those, but with UNC blue on them. And it's a little bit darker, maybe like a Royal UNC. And then the toe box is Chicago red and white. And they're like half and half. It's pretty fucking sick, I gotta admit. But I think these would have worked a lot better being called the Spider-Man ones and not the UNC to Chicago. Also, how many fucking different types of Chicago ones can we make until we just give the fuck up, Nike? Huh? Patent leather, though, I gotta, I gotta say, I fucking love patent leather, so I'm probably gonna get these, just because I like patent leather, and the colorway's dope, but make it a Spider-Man thing, it's fucking Spider-Man colors, and this looks better than the Spider-Man ones that came out, that's about it for today, uh, I'm, I need to, like, take a fucking, take a, take a nap, so thank you guys for listening, I love you all, and thanks for fucking showing up again, if you did, uh, Next week, we're going to have Dr. Phil on the show.